My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas. Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley, the podcast for people who want to improve their quality of life through caring about their mental, emotional and spiritual well-being. I'm your host, Katie Carey, and I will be sharing wisdom and ideas from myself and some expert authors, coaches and energy healers that could be just what you need to hear to transform your life today. Saru Gupta is a health and transformation coach, writer and speaker who sees the truth through the deep patterns that keep people stuck in the same situations in health, relationships and life. She is a multifaceted woman with over 12 years corporate consulting experience and a deep passion and knowledge of mindfulness, meditation, embodiment, emotional health care, positive psychology and somatic therapies. Saru's willingness to get uncomfortable, grow and challenge the status quo and life experiences across three continents in the USA, India and Australia led to her to keep seeking wellness, allowing her to get in touch with the deep knowing within herself. She has been called very intuitive and a great space holder, allowing people to talk about things they would not normally discuss. Saru believes we are born intuitive and we experience this in our day-to-day life. Yet, due to the constant noise of life and mind, we forget how to listen to our deep knowing. Saru's approach centres around embodied change and regulation of the nervous system, so passionate, ambitious women listen to the subtle messages from their bodies and their environment. Saru supports corporate and business women living a 24-7 high-pressure life to create wellness in their mental, emotional, physical and spiritual health by getting to the root cause of stress and empowering them with practical tools to experience deep transformation and aliveness. Her mission is to bust the myth that it is impossible to have a high-performing career and amazing health. Good morning, Saru. Hello and welcome to Soulful Valley. Good morning, Katie, and good afternoon, good evening, whichever part of the world you're watching from. Yes, uh, excited to be here. Thank you for having me here. You're very welcome. You're another of our authors in Intuitive Knowing Her Truth, which is released in four days' time. I'm really excited about that now. How did you get involved in this book, Saru? How did it come to um, you? Honestly, I. it's funny. Like you know, so I started writing my own book last year. Um, and it also happened very intuitively, impromptly. And then uh, I think in December, I just saw posts from the publisher somewhere and I just could not get out of my head. And I had to contact her and it just literally happened within a day. I had never, I didn't, I didn't have a dream of being a best-selling author or writing a book. It's just some impulse that made me write the story. 
Mm. And here I am now interviewing, interviewing her. But um, yeah, so like I said, it was intuitive. So you'd already written what you've used. Had you already written what you've used in the chapter as well? No, no. So that no, that's a different book. So that's actually my book, which I'm going to be publishing this year. And it's about the whole journey and the life story and the teaching and my work. But this uh, this book, which is Intuitive Knowing the Truth, came at the perfect time because it kind of allowed me to like share my story in a snapshot mm-hmm. from where I was and where I am now. So it's um, it's different, but my own book's going to go more into detail of my own work. And, and, and it gives us an opportunity to to grow some confidence, doesn't it, about sharing our real life stories? Because I've wanted to write for a long, long time and I put it on the bottom of the list of <laughs> priorities. <laughs> and then I, I decided, Always. yeah, and I decided to pull my writing desk in that's been sitting under a breakfast bar for two years in January. And I'd put a little a little post, a little picture saying uh, best-selling author on my vision board. And then Bridget popped into my inbox a few days later. So magical things happen when you... Uh, allow them so it wasn't as difficult as I thought it was going to be because I just thought it was going to take me the whole year to write anything (laughs) are you truly correct like you know I think visibility is never easy for whatever reason like it's really hard to put yourself out there and you know being in a collaborative project like this where there are such beautiful stories it just gives you the first step what your soul wants to do and I'm sure like a lot of women in this book are going to be writing their own books as well it's just a fast nudge to see what it feels like to be in part of something, you know, where your words coming out there. And with a book with a title and a and a, an image so powerful, I said I just jumped in as soon as I saw that. <laughs> I could have I could have Completely. I could have written that book. That could be my title. <laughs> so for our our listeners, can you share a little bit? Not too much because we want them to buy the book to read the chapter. But can you share a little bit about your chapter? <laughs> and uh, what inspires you to do the work that you do? So um, actually, so a little bit about me. Um, I was born in India, and then I've lived in US and Australia, so I consider myself global. And what inspired me to do what I do now is, I wouldn't say like it's something I actually ever planned because I came from a corporate background, completely corporate background, having corporate jobs in different parts of the world. Uh, but I always struggled with how my inner world was and how the outer world looked. So outside, I looked like, you know, I had it all, where it was like I had a great job, great career, I had an MBA, you know, um, I was working out a lot, my body was fit, but inside I was a complete mess, complete mess, like, you know, um, and and I, I don't, it probably started from childhood, but because I used to stutter as a child, I stuttered for almost um, 10 years of my life growing up, and that was really hard uh, being a child of seven years old and then starting stuttering from that age where that's when you kind of get to know, you know, how to, what expression really is, mm-hmm. how to articulate what you want or what you desire, or even if your feelings are true. But um, belonging to a country where, I don't want to make it about India, but overall as well, where expression is concerned, um, it was really hard for me. I don't think anyone understood. The, the kids used to make fun of me on the playground all the time and um, my parents as loving as they were but it was hard for them to understand because at that time in 80s there were not that much speech therapy available readily available in India you know and um, so I I 
I did not know until a lot later, probably six years ago, that because of that, I had so much trauma in my body that I was completely disassociated from my body. Mm. And, and that's what motivated me to write the chapter that we really do not know what it means to be in the body until we start, we end up being in the body. So like, otherwise we would be acting normally, you know, we would be living the life. Our, our stress would be out of control. Our emotions would be out of control. We might have eating disorder, which I've had all of these diseases, like all of these issues, you know, we might have, um, like I have hypothyroid, hypothyroidism, or I used to have chronic fatigue, a lot of different, you know, so-called diseases. And, and they have become so normal and so just, just such a way of life. So we think that's how it is. It's because of the work we're doing or it's because of the chaos outside or it's because of a corporate jobs but it's it's only when five six years ago when I landed started landing in my body and started looking at what was going on in the last three the three years after that had been like it's almost like a dark torch went like a light went in all my dark spots and everything had to come out to show what the reality was the reality was that I was not connected to my body I was mainly in my mind. I was not processing my emotions, even though I was doing a lot of healing. But usually healing is great. Like I love healing, but sometimes healing lacks the truth because healing still means we're giving power outside. Mm. We're not looking what are the patterns happening within. Mm. And so it, so for me, it was like real journey of curvy road to find, like to tumble into different things and realize what was, what was happening. Um, and and the, this is... So like in the, like literally I think one interview is not going to do justice for what, like I feel like I've lived many lives in this life, mm-hmm. you know, um, the way it impacted my marriage as well, you know, being born here the, in India, then going to US where even though I was um, completely, you know, in a foreign land and I loved being in the foreign land because fortunately I came from a, even the conservative family growing up at a very modern family. So I was exposed to, um, multiculture from going from childhood but the issue that happened for me was that I never felt I belonged anywhere because because as a child when I did not know how to express myself that was the struggle I had and that's where those patterns started the eating disorder and and all the other issues like not feeling I belong feeling like I need to prove myself a lot of anger issues a lot of anger issues um and lack of having lack of expression led to uh, looking externally for things, and mm-hmm. and all of this started shifting when I fortunately, unfortunately, I stumbled upon meditation, meditation, and where um, I had to sit through one meditation retreat. It was the hardest thing I'd ever done in my life. I could not even sit still. There was so much trauma in my body mm-hmm. because it was not healing. It was actually sitting with what's happening in my body. And, and and that's where my journey started. So now when I look back, like I'm a completely different person. I would have never even dreamed of like doing interviews or writing my words or expressing because it was really learning to trust my voice, to go deep within and kind of build such a deep connection with my, my body and mind that um, I could pick up the signals from outside, but also kind of pick up the signals within. Because what happens with trauma, so what we're talking about is what happens with trauma or anything is that our system goes into hyper alert, hyper alert, because that's how we keep safe as young children or even any time because our mind goes into hyper alert. So we're always scanning the environment, which, may, which means 
that we have great abilities, you know, to be able to be intuitive, what's happening. But it also means that we are never fully in our body because we're only scanning and we'll only look for danger. And we're not able to let go of those old stories and identities because it means that no matter what's happening, our scanning is happening all the time. And, and let me collect my thoughts back. Like how I was trying to connect with that is that I realized that even though I had done so much work on myself, that was still happening. It's mm -hmm. only when I slowly started la landing in my body along with doing other things that a real change started happening following the truth, looking at the pattern, doing deep inquiry. And now when I look back, now when I look at my life, I do not have any of the health issues I used to have. I still have autoimmune disease like thyroid, but I have no symptoms at all, like zero symptoms, you know? I don't have chronic fatigue. I do not get stress headaches because I have, and, and my lifestyle is still quite busy. It's just mm -hmm. that I have done such deep patterning in my own body and my mind and looking at what the truth is that I've been able to shift lots of things and expression is a very big part of it. So my work, uh, my work, what I'm really passionate about is for people to realize that they might think that if they change the situation, you know, that, you know, they might change the change situation and life's going to change, but they forget that the only thing that's common every time is them. Mm. They're still going from A to B to C. A lot, of, a lot of women will leave the corporate jobs thinking, you know what, I'm going to start a business, it's going to be fine. But the same patterns follow because I have done that in so many times in my life. Or let me leave this relationship because this partner is abusive. And don't get me wrong, you, you, one should never stay when there is abuse. But also realizing like, you know, what's happening because those patterns are going to follow as well. And a lot of times only healing doesn't help. It's actually looking at the deep within what one's patterns is along with using the tools available. That's what brings the change. Mm -hmm. So this is what my work is, and this is what uh, I'm so passionate about. And I never thought I, I would be doing this because I've got a very strong corporate background, you know, working, working in tax and working in banking and then running my own startup years ago. But I saw every time I struggled with finding balance. And that was because I just did not know what true balance meant. Because what, what's advertised, what's marketed is someone else's story. It's not your story, it's not my story. So for example, at this moment, what's happening in my life is I, I live in Australia, but I am in India because my mom was diagnosed with cancer last year. Mm. I, had, I chose to come to India. I am, I am working on my business along with taking care of my mom. I'm away from the country where I feel is my country, India. I was born here, but in some ways, I'm quite um, always searching for deeper things and not leaving things in destiny. Um, but I feel despite all that, I've become stronger because I don't look at the situation as something that's happened to me. I, I look at the situation as how can I be more resilient and how, how can I still follow the truth and still have grace and still have compassion, but coexisting, but also learn what I need to learn from the situation. So my work is mainly to help women to have such deep transformation, or men as well, to have such deep transformation that they become completely raw. And then when they come back together, they are the true form that they don't even recognize. And then what happens is there is this prana, this chi 
this miracle energy, like, you know, which East medicine used to talk about, it truly happens on its own because it's happened in my life. When there's such a deep nervous system reset, this energy can take over, which can just heal you and show you and guide you into the light. A lot of people call it breather, breath. Some people will call it like, you know, meditation teachers go for this energy, but it is possible to have it in your life when you start working with your deep patterns, along with following having the deep nervous system reset and looking at your trauma patterns. So this is what my work is about and my story. Thanks for sharing that, Saru. Where can our listeners find you if they want to come and look you up? Um, so I am actually on all the platforms. I am on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm also um, on LinkedIn, LinkedIn as well. I started doing, um, I've got my website. Um, they can go on my website as well. But I've also started doing a lot of, um, a lot of Instagram lives. So giving them drip information about to see if this is something that resonates with them mm. to, to look for deeper work because deeper work can also be a lot of times confronting. And yeah. it can be challenging. And, and it's also like when someone is ready to do that. So, you know, the book has all the details, but I can share the details with you. I can post it for listeners to come back with that. Yeah, that'll be in the show notes. Okay, thank you for your time today. It's been great to hear your story. And uh, you can all read the full chapters of all of the authors on Friday when, when it's released at 9am so in your country. Yeah. You're welcome. Bye for now. Thank you so much. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Soulful Valley podcast. Hopefully you will have heard something today that helps you feel a little lighter and more connected and aware of who you really are. My aim is to share love, light and wisdom, raise consciousness and ease suffering. If you've enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate and review and let others know about this podcast if you think that it would help them in any way. You can find me at the Soulful Valley podcast page on Facebook, which is linked to my free Facebook support group, where I often drop in with an oracle card and share lots of wisdom in many areas. My website is soulfulvalley.com. It should be live very soon. You can also connect with me on Instagram at soulfulvalley. 